You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome in to another Lake Show here on News Talk 830-WCCO. It is Election Day. We have council members that will be elected in Minneapolis and St. Paul, uh, school board members. Um, So it is one of those special days here with regards to things that matter to each and every one of us. And that's where I want to start today's show. I want to start with the fact that today is an election day and every election day is significant outside of presidential election years. All right, and, and, and that's the way that people should view this. But there's something that that bothers me. It's been bothering me for quite some time, and it's something that I have to push back on here, and I want to get off my chest to start this show. When we think about elections and the issue of voting, one of the things that's always bothered me that you hear are those people out there that will say, well, voting doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you vote for. These people, they, they don't, they won't represent us. They won't, they won't do what. I don't ever want to hear that. I don't like when friends of mine have stated that, have said that. I've always pushed back on that, and I always will push back on that. And I mean that for the bottom of my heart. As an African American in this country. I understand that the right to vote is something that many of my ancestors didn't have the privilege of being able to do. I understand the significance of that. To know that in this country there were people that wanted to vote, should have had the right to vote, should have had the freedom to vote, would not granted that freedom. And I don't take that for granted. So whenever somebody says, well, I'm not, I don't vote. Voting doesn't matter. And we've heard that from celebrities. And there are people that have, throughout the last couple of years, and the last couple of elections, that have stepped up and said, you know what, I flat out, I was wrong. I was wrong with that stance. We've heard Snoop Dogg say, you know, years ago, I, I didn't vote. But he's been vocal in the last, what, couple of elections and said, yeah, I vote now. And, and voting matters. It does matter. But even beyond just the, the voting matters part of it, I would never disrespect my ancestors that wanted to vote, were not allowed to vote, for me to have that mindset that voting doesn't matter. And aside from that, there's another thing that I have to push back on. Is the Because you hear this too. You hear the people that will say, well, you're voting for the lesser of two evils. And... I mean, what is that really? What are we saying here? And, and let's just put up the hypothetical. Let's just put up the scenario. 
You have two flawed candidates, right? You have two flawed candidates, people that you look at and you say, well, I can get with, with him on a couple of these different things or her on a, a couple of these different issues, whatever. But I don't, as a whole, eh, not really my person. On the other hand, this person, oh, yeah, they're really not my person. And I can't get behind any of the policies or things that they're putting out there. So I'm not going to vote for either one. How dumb is that? In all seriousness, is that where we're at here? Because, I look, I'm not foolish enough to think that there's going to be a candidate out there that has no flaws. We know that everybody has flaws because we're all human. But to say that, well, <laughs> the lesser of two evils. Yeah, I'll take the person that's much more aligned with my thoughts, where I'm at policy-wise, than the other person. So that thing has never, ever resonated with me. It's never resonated with me. And I just don't understand people that have that mentality, people that have that thought process, and people that go about their day-to-day lives thinking like that. I'd love any reaction. 651-461-9226. We call that the city's one plumbing talking text line. But one thing that I just won't do, because I'll never tell a kid this, I'll never talk to my friends this way, colleagues, I'll never tell somebody that voting doesn't matter. Because the moment you don't vote, the moment that you don't let your or allow your, yourself to be heard, your voice heard, then you're really losing. And it doesn't mean that every time that you go to vote, that the person that you voted for is going to win. We know that. It doesn't mean that every single policy or thought that you have that you're voting on is going to go through. We got we understand that. There's nothing here that speaks to a utopia because we don't live in one. But at the end of the day, that's something I just cannot get on board with. And I'll be honest with you, I've heard it more in the African-American community than I've heard in other communities. And I'm not saying it's just a black thing, because it's not, but I just can't wrap my head around that. I will never understand that, and I just cannot get with that negative mentality about voting. I think that it is something that we should all take seriously, every American should all take seriously. When you look across the the world, how many people out there want to live in a democracy? How many people out there want to live in a land where they feel like their vote matters? And I get it. Some of you out there don't feel that way. I'm not going to take it for granted because I had ancestors that didn't and weren't afforded that opportunity. 651-461. 9226 on this election day. Love to get your reaction if you'd like to weigh in. This from the text line. uh, My right and responsibility to vote. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about it, Chris, but I, I, I do think it is a responsibility for us to go out there and vote. Yeah, it's it's a privilege, right? I feel like. We take it for granted 
because we've got it and we want to do everything in our power that sometimes people say, well, I feel helpless. I, I can't do anything. I can't make a change. What does my vote matter? Well, it does. And I know Jason and, and Dan were talking about these off years elections where it, they're not high profile, but I think you can make the case, Lake, that because they're more community oriented and local and local, they're more important because they are your you know electric co-ops. They're your school boards. They're your your mayors. There are a lot of things out there that are important for your community, regardless of whether or not it's high profile. And yeah, don't, don't take it for granted because there are some people. That don't get that right. And the thing that I will never understand and I can't get with are the people that complain and complain and complain about things that are going on, but they don't want to vote at the end of the day. That makes no sense. That that goes counter to what you should be doing. If you are going to complain about mm-hmm. something and you, you say you want to see change, then be part of the change. That's the most important part of it. You, do, you don't have a right to complain about something if you don't want to take the action to make a difference. And change it. And, and, and I'll say it's this, easy to do that. And I'm a big – look, I love my fraternity brother, Colin Kaepernick. I had an issue with Colin Kaepernick years ago, though. Colin Kaepernick, going back to 2016, he had stated he wasn't voting for Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. If you're going to make a stance and you're going to talk about things in the country, you got to vote. That's just the bottom line, at least in my opinion, if you're going to follow through and make good on what you intend to do to help us out in society. 651-461-9226. Coming up next, I want to dive into the importance of sports teams which go beyond the wins and the losses. It came up today because of somebody that assisted us here in Minnesota that passed away. We get to that next year on The Lake Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. Earlier this morning when I opened up the uh, Star Tribune, I saw the news that Hennepin County District Judge Harry Crump had passed away, died in his sleep, um, former 
I should say, at the age of 85 in Florida. And when I saw what he had been a part of and how important he was and still is to reviving and keeping the Minnesota Twins here in the state of Minnesota, it really spoke to me something that resonated in the article that was done about him. In the Star Tribune, it states that he cited the importance of keeping baseball in the community as a reason to keep the team alive, okay? Because he was handed this case, attempting to eliminate the Minnesota Twins with regards to the contraction effort, right? He was assigned the Twins case in 2001 after voters, or after owners rather, voted 28-2 to to kill off the Twins and the Montreal Expos. And the owner's goal was to create leverage in negotiations with the Players Association. And this is the thing that I love that he stated at the time. Quote, clearly more than money is at stake. The twins brought the community together with Homer Hankies and bobblehead dolls. I love that. So he issued that injunction, pointed to a lease agreement, saying the Twins were required to play in the Metrodome in 2002. But he also cited the team's importance to the community, saying it would cause irreparable harm if the lease were not fulfilled. And that is something that I want to harp on and talk about. And I know that many of you probably feel the same way, and I'd love to get some reaction at 651-461-9226. But the, whoa, the reality is that when we talk about sports teams and what they mean to our state, the immediate community that the stadium is in, all that stuff, all of that stuff matters beyond just the wins and losses. Can you imagine Minnesota without the Twins? Can you imagine the Vikings not being here? Can you imagine... The Timberwolves not being here. I know some of you are imagining that right now. But but you get my point. Like, I'll tell you this right now. I was heartbroken when it looked like the Minnesota Timberwolves were going to leave and end up in New Orleans. I'm dead serious. As somebody that I remember back when I was a kid, my dad took me to the first Minnesota Timberwolves draft party at the convention center. To this day, I still have some of the pamphlets that they gave out. I could probably get a little something on eBay for, for going back to 1989. But my point is all of that stuff matters in terms of what they bring to the community. And if not for Judge Trump at the time and him saying what he said and stating what he stated and him fu- fully getting credit now for saving the Minnesota Twins – we'd be in a totally different situation. And quite frankly, we probably would end up in a situation where the the twins leave, we're all in our feelings, we're all upset, and then what do you do for the next 10 or 15 years or 20 years, whatever, you want to get a team back. You want to get a new team back. And that would have made, I mean, I'm not saying it would have made any sense, but it's, it's one of those deals where you look at it and you're like, you know what, our team never should have left us. We never should have allowed it to get to that point. So in many ways, I think that we all owe him for 
the Twins being able to stay here. And think about, you're talking about the word contraction. But contraction nowadays is never even brought up. It's just relocation. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. and here's a reason why I have a real hard time siding with the owners in a lot of these owners versus players situations. Because the owners were the ones that wanted to cut out, you know, just basically dissolve the twins. So it's hard for me to look at them wanting to use our franchise as bargaining, as a bargaining chip in their negotiations. And we can complain all we want. Yeah, Chipo is not going to spend any money, all whatever the talking points were. But at the end of the day, you would rather have a team to complain about than not have a team at all. Because Absolutely. Because, I mean, there were contraction talks. They were moving to North Carolina talks. Like, there were so many of these talks when it came to the Twins. You know, briefly, the Vikings were in that situation before U.S. Bank Stadium. And, I mean, we saw what happened in the North Stars. And then the Wolves, you mentioned. I mean, there was a lot of, I don't know how, I, I assume it had some serious legs about the Wolves going to New Orleans. I mean, th- this was a very real threat. A- and I think you're right. Like, people are, are not going to remember the name for what he did. But he absolutely. That was important. It was very important. He stepped in. He he saw the, you know, we talk about the civic re- responsibility that, that people have and, and, and companies have and organizations have. Yeah. Like, he knew that when you look at the sports teams, whether it's the Twins, whether whatever it is, mm-hmm. right, how vital they are to us here in our state. It's, it's a quality of life thing. Yes. Like, people think, okay, it's just about financial. It's not just financial. There is a quality of life, and this sounds so, so superficial, Henry, but you know it. I know it. When you have a certain franchises in your city, in your market, you are just viewed differently. And, yes. And, and that's a fact. L- listen, listen. If you have an NFL team, if you have all the different leagues in your state, you're regarded as big time. What, 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 now, I'm not saying that to diminish any other state that doesn't have a professional football no, team no. or professional because we know that Iowa, they don't have a professional football team. We know that they don't have um, a, a professional basketball team. No. We know that they don't. We know what they don't have. Yes. Doesn't mean that they're lesser than or anything like that, whatever. But the way of life mm-hmm. of being in certain places, dude, it's, it's just different. I'll tell you this right now. It is, yeah. In, in in Kansas City, when I lived in Kansas City, right? Kansas City doesn't have a basketball team. They they they, they and they don't have a hockey team. Mm-hmm. I loved my time in Kansas City, but I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't miss it. Like I didn't miss going to the X. Or I didn't miss going to see NBA basketball. Heck, whenever the Wolves, because the Wolves played twice in Kansas City mm-hmm. for preseason games, you best believe that the Wolves made sure that I was in attendance and I was able to bring people from Kansas City to those games. Same thing with the Minnesota Wild. When, yeah. they, when they ventured to Kansas City for preseason action and stuff like that, it just, it's just different. It hits different. You, you, when you're around it, you're kind of like, okay, this is cool. I know I can go to it any time that I want. But then when you're not around it, you're like, man, I, I really wish that I had it. You know, When I was in Houston, I would see the Twins when they play the Astros, see the Rockets you know, when they hosted the Timberwolves. Texans never played the Vikings, but there was never there were the Houston Arrows who were the Minnesota Wild AAA affiliate 
before they went up to Des Moines and became the Des Moines Wild. But yeah, there there is something to be said for major market credibility. And, and I feel that's got a trickle down effect to, you know, to, to Fortune 500 companies, to other events wanting to come and be held in your market because of the venues that are attached to to those franchises. Yeah. Thank you so much to Judge Harry Crump, who passed away at the age of 85 because he kept the Minnesota Twins here. And uh, luckily for us, they're here on the Good Neighbor as well. Love it. All right, 651-461-9226. Coming up next, after weather. We know that cannabis is legal in the state of Minnesota, but there is something that continues to concern me. And I'll tell you what that is. Coming up next here on The Lake Show. Let's talk weed. Let's talk marijuana. Let's talk ganja. Let's talk cannabis. I feel like Cheech and Chong right now. Welcome back to the Lake Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Should have bumped back with some Afro man. <laughs> Probably should have. <laughs> but what I don't, but, I, I, I'd have to, yeah, we don't want that. But the, uh, th- there's something I absolutely want to, to dive into because we know that cannabis is legal in the state of Minnesota. And I don't have an issue with that. Okay, let me just let me say that here on the front end. I got no issue with that. Uh, it's not my thing. I don't anticipate that it'll ever be my thing. Um, I, I just it's I've never been about that. Okay, um, yeah, I'll have an occasional drink or two socially, but I get it to each their own. But I'm happy that it's legal because I don't. I think it was time for us to decriminalize. Uh, cannabis, okay? There's no doubt about it. But there is a few things that concern me. First off, um, according to a report, and, and, and I saw this on, on CNN and, and, and the, the research in the video that was, that was cited, right now in the country, we have a record high for marijuana use currently and record lows for tobacco use. Think about, the, think about how it's flipped in the last decade, record highs for cannabis use, which, let's just be clear, that's not a shocker, okay? Now, the tobacco use, a record low, I guess, neither one has ever, neither one has ever appealed to me. I'm not surprised by the tobacco use. Not, not, not really. I by just, the lack of. In terms of the number, though, the number I thought was, it was much lower than I anticipated. So... The thing that that concerns me, though, okay, was something that I saw out of some research with the National Institute on Drug Abuse, okay? And it has to do with the researchers saying that marijuana may be driving a surge in people being schizophrenic. And that concerns me. Um, among young mm. men. It says among young men. It does not say young women. It says among young men, the study suggests. Okay, uh, The National Institute on Drug Abuse estimated 30%, 30% of schizophrenia cases in men aged 21 to 30 are linked to cannabis addiction. Overall, across all age groups, the analysis of 6 million people found 15% of diagnoses in men and 4% in women could be attributed to the drug. So if you say, well, like, what are you concerned about? Are you concerned about the schizophrenia? Absolutely. 
Yeah. But more so, I'm just overall concerned about people getting addicted to marijuana. Now, now, now listen, we have heard people that have stated that you can't get um, addicted to marijuana. I think you can get addicted to anything. I, I don't care what you oh, say. Oh, yeah, you, you can. You can get addicted to anything. Yes. So, so, so those people out there that say it's not addictive, it's not – I'm not buying that. Anything can be a vice. And I'm not the expert, okay, because I'm not, I'm not a marijuana user, okay, but I don't use anything. I'm not into uh, popping any type of pills or, you know, because you, you hear about people doing all sorts Some of things. Some people get their highs different ways. I, I will get mine by mm-hmm. belling up to, to, the, um, to, the, um, to the bar mm-hmm. and ordering me an old-fashioned, all right? Okay. I will have me um, a social drink a time or two, okay? That's about it. But I am concerned that now that we've now that we're viewing it differently and more and more and more and more and more people are utilizing uh, cannabis and marijuana and it's being decriminalized and there's less of a stigma and and I don't want that stigma to be out there this concerns me though yeah it, it, and, 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 and it and just to put it in a nutshell real quick mm-hmm. when you look at it I'm talking about across the board Another thing that was cited was the that 62% of people say that it should be illegal to use in public. And I agree with that. And I've always said that I had that stance. Remember we talked about this because remember we went to voters about being able to use out in public places and all that. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a thing. It should not be a thing. 62% of the people that were polled in the, in the one study that CNN was doing said it should be illegal. And I agree with that because I'll tell you right now. I bet those people were scared to death on that damn plane when that when that when that member of the person that was in the um in the extra seat. Oh yeah, because he was had trying taken, to shut he, down the engines because they were taking they, they he, took, he took something, some mushrooms, some mushrooms or whatever. Yes. So I just I can't get with this, and, and I'm not trying to um trying to say that people that do dabble in marijuana mm-hmm. or cannabis or whatever that they're awful people. That's not the case. This is not a me thing. It's not for me. It's never been my never been my thing at all. But I do get concerned when I see that the schizophrenia is up, especially amongst men. That's a scary thing. Well, and I would have to venture that young men are probably going to be the majority of the marijuana users now that it's that it's legal. And now that it is legal, so they absolutely have access to it, and, and you should. I think that we're going to see more studies, good and bad, as we start to get deeper into this to figure out, are there any actions that are connected to increased marijuana usage? Well, let me give you some 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 information on that. Okay. Dr. Nora Volker, the NIDA director and co-author of the study, said the results call for urgent action and demanded people think twice before smoking marijuana. Schizophrenia cases have been rising in recent decades linked to growing and aging populations. But the researchers warn it could become more common as marijuana Uh, becomes increasingly legal. And so this is what Dr. Volker said. Quote, the entanglement of substance use disorders and mental illnesses is a major public health issue requiring urgent action and support for people who need it. So that's that just speaks to what you were just asking about, because there is a correlation there. Yeah. According to Dr. Volker. And and to me, I guess, you know, and it comes down to. Were these did these people have schizophrenia and this happened to exacerbate that? 
or was there something in the marijuana that they consumed that caused them to become schizophrenic? Yeah, so I, I, I feel like there's still a lot of information out there, but on the very basic, mm-hmm. I mean, this is not an encouraging study by any stretch of the imagination, no. but I, I do feel like there, there's going to be so much incomplete information when it comes to these surveys yep. because we're going to get basic information and then there's going to be underlying you know factors that are going to eventually fill in those holes I, and you know kind of like you I, I don't have a problem with marijuana i am not a you know i've smoked marijuana before i'm not a marijuana user at this point mm-hmm. i will use the the you know thc gummies i do i have them at home when i'm not going to be around any, but when I don't have to go anywhere, it's a way for me to to relax. As for you know, when you're talking about smoking, but it that's out, cannabis use. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it, it's not smoking, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I guess you know, if I'm talking about having a joint or you know having something from the bong, oh yeah, that that's going to have that smell because yeah, you're not cheating, Chom. No, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. And my wife made it very clear that if I was going to smoke, I would have to do it outside the house because she doesn't want the smell. Inside it, and she's just like you know, she's just like us, where she's all for the legalization of it, where we're getting to that progressive point. But to to get back to you know, not wanting it out there and smoked in public, I feel like you you kind of have to treat it the same way as you did cigarettes when that first became available, because yes, you can smoke it, but you do have that you do have that smoke in the air, but at the same time. With marijuana, there's a little bit more of a concern because you can get that contact high. Yeah. And there are places, you know, like the airport, you don't want that contact high. Well, but the, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's another angle that I want to get to here coming up here uh, on the other side of this break. Because there is something with regards to smoking weed being likely to be banned at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. To that, I say, duh, we get to it next year on The Lake Show. I know it's been a few weeks since this headline, but smoking weed likely to be banned at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport? Well, I would hope so. Who in their right mind would say that smoking weed at any airport is okay? No. Well, I don't, I don't want to be a part of that game. That makes no sense to me. And according to this uh, Star Tribune article, there are no plans to ban edibles and gummies. At MSP, and they say the TSA will not be hunting for your stash, which is good to know. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, though, we don't need it. We don't. We don't need. Look, well, hold on. Let me ask this question: Can you smoke in the airport? I don't think you can. Smoking in this stadium is not allowed. No smoking. I love that. That's awesome. Had to throw a little Bob Casey in there. No smoking. No smoking. I, no, I, I don't think smoking is is allowed. But I, f- I feel like there's a big difference when you're talking about the edibles and you're talking about smoking when it comes to, to the marijuana. Because, again, the edibles you ingest where there's not going to be that, second, that secondhand contact high. And I feel like that is such an important thing when it comes to, you know, making sure that it's not in an area yeah. where other people – because I mean, even I mean, you got airports or airports, um, 
um, pilots. You, you've got flight crews. Like you've got so many people that have very important jobs, and you don't want any of that well, to impair what they do. What to, to me, there's a certain things, and I know you gotta you gotta put it out there. You got you gotta you know put it on paper. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain things that you would think are just kind of like common sense, and I get it. <laughs> Not everybody has common sense. But there's, common sense ain't so common. But but beyond just the the actual like rolling up a doobie or somebody smoking a joint, I don't I don't find vaping acceptable indoors. Indoors, and let me be clear about this: if I'm at a sporting event mm-hmm. and the person by me is vaping, I don't think that's acceptable. And and I, and I actually ran into that a year and a half ago. I was at the Armory. I was at Armory Boxing for Showtime. And so I have I have seats, okay? I have my media seats, mm-hmm. and I had actual seats, like tickets. Like you purchased. Tickets. Okay. Seats. And I had um, a buddy of mine from high school that is a massive boxing fan. I brought him along. I went and picked him up, brought him with me. He sat in one seat. The other seat was open, okay? So so because at those events, a lot of times I'm kind of bouncing around um, after a match or whatever. Yeah. So I went from one place to another. So my whole point was my buddy was watching. He didn't care that I was sitting there, you know, one round to the next or whatever, from one fight to the next. He just wanted to be there. He's wanted to be there. So he's sitting in a seat. I have another seat right next to his seat, right, because they're both my seats. Right. And then I'm, I'm over in the media seat. So – I go over, and, and actually, to, to, to be honest with you, I had um, more than two seats. I want to say I maybe had three or four seats. But the, the point is is that there was a moment where I go over to um, to sit with my buddy, and there's this guy that's sitting in one of my seats. And I'm not going to make a big deal out of you, you sitting in a random seat. I, I, I don't care enough, if, right? If nobody's sitting there, that's it's not fine. doing anybody any harm. I'm not, you're not harming me. I'm not harming you. Right. But he was vaping right next to me. And I kind of and I kind of said something, and I was like, "Hey, could you?" And, and he and he didn't give a damn, right? And I said, "Well, hold on." I, I said, that, "You know, you you kind of being disrespectful by 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 vaping right here." And I've at, and and he just kind of was very like in my face about it, whatever, right? And then he said something, some something to me, and my response back to him was, "This is my damn seat anyway." And he kind of looked at me and was like, "What?" And I said, "These are my seats right here." And I and I kind of I kind of got in my feelings yeah. a little bit. I raised my voice, and there were a few people that kind of looked around like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh Lake's a little bit ticked off, right?" And he kind of understood that I wasn't playing no games with him. And then, at, so so anyway, to make a long story short, he did come up to me a little bit later, and he apologized and said, "You know, I'm sorry, whatever." I guess the guy had been drinking or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's just I'm not for the vaping thing either. I don't think you should be vaping in. Indoors, period. Yeah, I think where I think where there's not good air ventilation, that's the key. Like, and even to vape in an outdoor stadium, like you know, a Target Field or a uh, an Arrowhead or where, wherever. Like, yeah, it's it's not okay, but it's harder in a closed area. That's different because there's no place for that to go. Like, it, it's it's in the it's in the arena. It's a, I, I remember I went to. Uh, uh, Boys to Men and Coolio back in 94 at Target Center. And, and, I mean, that was the first time that I was really around something where I was like, there's no place for this to go. And, I mean, it, I didn't have a problem with it then. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it now. But th- there is something to say just 
common courtesy as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 common decency to be respectful of other people. And I don't think it's that hard. And I, I'm glad the guy apologized to you. Yeah, he did. He did apologize because he knew he was kind of in the he wrong. He knew he was well, in the wrong. But, but the reason why he kind of he knew he was in the wrong was because he's like, he, 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 he figured out, he's like, dude, I'm in this guy's seats. It's one thing for me to be vaping and, and kind of being all, but I'm, I'm I'm in his seats. See, that, that's why I feel like people have to really be aware, drinking or not. Like, if I'm not in my seat, I don't want to bring attention to me causing problems in exactly. somebody else's seat. And from the 651, there are designated smoking areas. Working in a clinic, a patient came in smelling very strongly of marijuana. I became dizzy. Ouch. That's not good. Coming up next. John Krasinski of The Athletic. Let's talk some Wolves. Let's talk some NBA. He joins us next year on The Late Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 